Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, September 14th. It is California recall day. Voters have been voting for weeks, but today we will learn if Gavin Newsom keeps his job or not. It's a pretty rare thing in American politics and throughout American history for a governor to face a recall election. Now, California has some recent history on this. It's how Arnold Schwarzenegger became governor in 2003 through a recall election. But these circumstances are entirely different. Democratic governor Gavin Newsom does find himself up against a recall challenge, but he's in a much stronger position heading into this election day than his Democratic counterpart was 18 years ago. Here's the deal. This has been a recall actually years in the making. The petition signature process started back in 2019, just shortly after Newsom was actually elected governor. But it was the coronavirus that sort of turbocharged this in terms of galvanating Republican grassroots supporters of this effort to recall Newsom. His shutting down the economy is their argument was a total mismanagement of coronavirus, and that gave them fuel to get more signatures. In fact, it's also because of coronavirus that supporters of this recall movement got a months-long extension to collect signatures. That actually gave them the time to get the requisite number of signatures to get this recall on the ballot. As you know, today, Californians, they're going to see two questions on the ballot. One, do you want to recall Governor Newsom, yes or no? If 50% plus one of voters say no to question one, it's over. Gavin Newsom keeps his job. But if 50% plus one, a simple majority, says yes, well then it goes on to question two where 46 candidates are running to replace him and whoever has the most votes there, they don't need a majority, would become the next governor. According to the ballot tracking company Political Data Inc., more than 9 million ballots have been returned thus far. 51% of them came from Democrats, and about 26% came from Republicans. You see that huge registration advantage in the state for Democrats, also a big advantage in terms of returned ballots. Now, not every Democrat is going to vote against the recall, of course, which is why we need to count all the votes tonight and see where this ends up. But Governor Newsom is feeling really good. In fact, one of his aides told our reporters yesterday, there is no scenario that they can envision in which the governor loses this, which is probably why he brought in the biggest of big Democratic surrogates to close out the argument at the end. President Biden was in California last night. Here's what he had to tell voters. The eyes of the nation are on California because the decision you're about to make isn't going to have have a huge impact on California. It's going to reverberate around the nation and, quite frankly, not a joke around the world. And Gavin Newsom is not closing out this campaign with a line-by-line defense of everything he's done as governor. No, he has nationalized this, and he also uses the specter of Donald Trump to motivate his voters. Does it surprise, though, any of you that we have someone on the other side of this that's to the right of Donald Trump? To the right of Donald Trump. We may have defeated Donald Trump, but we have not defeated Trumpism. Trumpism is still on the ballot in California. Now, aside from the absurd and dangerous 
suggestion that the leading Republican replacement candidate is making, Larry Elder, the conservative radio host, that somehow this election is rigged when there's absolutely no evidence of that. He is closing on an argument as well about convincing voters that Gavin Newsom has just failed across the board at managing the state. So if you can tell me what front, where this man has made life better for Californians in the last two years, I'd love to hear it. Not on crime, not on the decline of the quality of public education, not on the rise of the cost of living, not on businesses leaving at a faster rate than they've left the previous two years, not on more businesses having left this year than have left all of last year, not on fire management, not on water management, not on power management. He has been an abject failure. So there are some big issues on the ballot today, obviously. There is the COVID issue and Gavin Newsom in the closing days here as the Delta variant was surging throughout the country, sort of leaned into his vaccine mandates, his mask mandates, all the things that seem to be animating the right wing to oppose, he's actually leaning into because he knows that a majority of Californians agree with his position on those things. That's issue number one, of course. There is also the issue, as Gavin Newsom puts it, about Trumpism, which he and his campaign have sort of defined as Larry Elder, as this clone of Donald Trump, to try and defeat here to see if it can offer clues to Democrats in 2022 and 2024 that even if Donald Trump is not on the ballot, can he still be a useful force in motivating Democratic voters? But the lessons that you're going to be able to learn from this election are limited. California is still an overwhelmingly Democratic blue state, and it doesn't look a lot like all the closest congressional districts that we will see the battle for Congress play out in next year. Polls close tonight at 11 p.m. Eastern time. Be sure to tune in to CNN's election coverage. We'll be having all the returns for you all night long until we can project a winner. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And if you're following this election, then be sure to check out CNN Audio's latest podcast. It's called Total Recall, California's Political Circus. It's hosted by my colleague and friend Dana Bash, and it is all about that 2003 California recall I was talking about, the one where Arnold Schwarzenegger came out on top and became known as the governator. Introducing ADT Self-Setup, featuring everything from motion sensors to Google Nest Cams. It can be easily installed at your convenience and adapts as your needs change. You can add more products at any time, and your system easily moves wherever life takes you. Plus, when every second counts, you can trust ADT's 24-7 professional monitoring. When the most trusted name in home security adds the intelligence of Google, you've got a home with no worries. Go to ADT.com today or call one 800 adt ASAP.